0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, August 8th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. France's president is moving forward with a top income tax rate of 75 percent, and the nation's wealthy have responded by leaving. Dan Mitchell, senior fellow at the Cato Institute and co-author of Global Tax Revolution, comments.
1: He's an unreconstructed, statist, big government guy. He's already proposed a, a few tax increases and some spending increases, but the uh, the flagship of his economic program is a top tax rate of 75 percent, which is really remarkable uh, in terms of uh, going class warfare on steroids, I guess you would call it.
0: This is from The Telegraph. The latest estate agency figures have shown large numbers of France's most well-heeled families selling up and moving to neighboring countries. The previous top tax bracket of 41% on earnings over 72,000 euros is will also go to 45%. Uh, who <laughs> Some notable people are also leaving France.
1: Well, we've already seen uh, Johnny Halliday, which I don't even know who he is, but apparently he's a famous singer-actor in France. Uh, he moved out already. Johnny Depp, an American actor, used to live in France. He's now moved back to the United States because – even though he's a Hollywood guy and presumably left wing, he says he doesn't want to pay that 75% tax rate. Uh, Already, people joke that London is the sixth or seventh biggest French city because of all the French entrepreneurs that have escaped uh, across the English Channel. Uh, And there's no doubt if this new 75% tax goes into effect, you're going to be seeing whether it's London, whether it's Geneva, whether it's Luxembourg, whether it's Brussels – There are all sorts of places that French entrepreneurs and investors and small business owners and other successful people, they're going to move. And the French government, I'm not comfortable making many predictions, but I think it's pretty safe to say that this will be a case of the Laffer curve on steroids. I think Hollande's class warfare attacks – is going to backfire. They're going to get less revenue. And of course, the French economy is going to suffer more. It's almost like he's in a race to become Greece faster than Greece becomes Greece.
0: This is from The the World, a radio program uh, on Public Radio International. Under Hollande's tax reform, French corporations have lost a handful of deductions, including a big one on overtime salaries. Businesses already complain labor costs are too high in France. French carmaker Peugeot cited those costs this month as a reason for laying off 8,000 workers and closing a plant outside Paris. If Peugeot follows through, it would be the first car factory to close in France in 20 years. British Prime Minister David Cameron recently joked that he would roll out the red carpet for French companies in the form of tax breaks.
1: I don't think David Cameron even needs to roll out a carpet. French business owners, French investors, French entrepreneurs, I mean, these people aren't stupid. France actually has some of the most productive workers in the world, some of the most well run international businesses in the world, but they're not going to be able to stay competitive in a system that imposes confiscatory 75% tax rates. And, and that doesn't even count the double taxation that they have in their system that applies to the business community, that applies to investment. Uh, this is a truly spectacular natural experiment that we're going to observe here. We're going to see a country go back to the kind of class warfare, big government, Keynesian policy of the 1970s. And it didn't work very well for people like Jimmy Carter back then. I don't think it's going to work very well for Francois Hollande today. But maybe it'll teach us a lesson. Maybe Obama will see what happens. And if he happens to be in the White House next year, uh, he won't try to pursue his class warfare policy.
0: What opposition to these kinds of policies is currently in France? Clearly, people who are in line to pay this tax are
1: opposed to it and uh, other people in the business community. In France itself, of course, they have a parliamentary system. There's no separation of powers like we have in our uh, political uh, system in Washington. So therefore, if Hollande wants this as head of his party and his party has a majority in the parliament and there's very strong party discipline in parliamentary systems, assuming he wants to go through with this, it's a done deal. Uh, and as you remarked, of course, the people who might pay the tax aren't very happy about it. They at least have the freedom to move out of the country. The ones who will probably be victimized the most uh, are the uh, middle class workers, the people who want to be upwardly mobile, the poor people hoping to get jobs. And of course, there's a big unemployment problem in France, especially for younger workers. The winners are the real estate agents in London, Geneva, Luxembourg, and Brussels because they're the ones who are going to have all this money, all this investment, all this new demand for housing uh, coming into their uh, jurisdictions.
0: All of this seems to point to the point that you and uh, Chris Edwards make time and time again, which is that tax competition matters a great deal and it may be in the short run more difficult for France to pay a political price if there were less tax competition.
1: The entire purpose and reason for Chris Edwards and I writing our book called Global Tax Revolution is we wanted to highlight the fact that that in a modern globalized economy, it is utterly foolish for a country to try to pursue class warfare tax policy because the jobs, the investment, the entrepreneurs, the investors can cross national borders. And those geese in France that lay the golden eggs Those golden eggs are now going to be deposited in places other than Paris, other than Marseille, other than Cherbourg. It's going to be a disaster for France. Uh, Maybe not a disaster, but clearly when you're a slow-growth economy like France is – and you're penalizing the job creators, the wealth creators, if you go from 1% growth to 0% growth, uh, over the long run, that has enormous implications for the well-being of your people. Uh, The only reason why I would say it's not an actual technical disaster is that I suspect, just like Mitterrand had to sort of reverse his socialist policies back in the 1980s, I'm hoping that Hollande will have the good sense to reverse these policies when it becomes clear that you're having big laughter curve effects, big damage to the French economy. Class warfare tax policy doesn't work, doesn't matter whether you speak English, whether you speak French, any language in the world. Maybe the one lesson we should learn is we should speak Chinese because in Singapore and Hong Kong, those are countries that keep tax rates low and they grow five to six percent a year and create a lot of prosperity. That's the role model, not Hollande's class warfare policy in France.
0: Dan Mitchell is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute and co-author of Global Tax Revolution. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.